Welcome to the Winning Edge Investments Podcast. Winning Edge Investments provides industry-leading horse racing and sports betting tips, ratings and education, enabling you to invest intelligently and treat your betting like a business. Go to www.winningedgeinvestments.com to learn more about how you can start to supercharge your betting bank immediately. Treat your betting like a business and invest intelligently with Winning Edge Investments. Today on the Winning Edge podcast, we're joined by Enver Yusufovic, who has pinstriped in the Australian Guineas tomorrow. G'day, Enver. How are you, mate? G'day. Good, thanks, Brad. That's good. We'll get on to pinstripe a bit later, but give us a bit of uh, background on how you got into the game. Um, you've been training for, what, almost 20 years now? Yeah, yeah. I've been in the industry for um, about 35 years, actually, and um, really had uh, had no idea, you know, during my schooling days, what... Uh, path I'd, uh, I'd, I'd take. Um, I was quite competitive at sport, um, playing volleyball and represented Victoria and played National League. So really just had uh, odd jobs. Um, I was carting pies for 4 and 20 and, uh, and uh, heralds and that and, um, and just focused on, uh, on my volleyball and um, yeah, got asked to go to Korea to play there for, for 12 months but wasn't able to. Uh, due to um, sort of circumstances. And um, by the time I was 25, the, the body started to uh, pack it in a little bit. Um, had a Korean and Filipino coach and they uh, they didn't miss me. They didn't miss me. <laughs> Pretty hard on the body, were they? Yeah, they they were. You know, you're, you're doing, um, uh, you know, I'd, I'd have, I was probably one of the shortest guys in the team and uh, you'd have someone six foot six on your shoulders and... Uh, doing squats and um, but uh, yeah I, I love to train I you know it, it uh, got me really fit and um, and then pretty much basically when I uh, I, I met Mick Bell at, at a bakery um, Jungle Edge fame and uh, he although he was a farrier I think he's a little bit uh, cash strapped and uh, he was working for Tip Top and we were talking horses because I, I did didn't mind a punt and um, uh, he invited me to his property at Turidan and um, I went there and uh, I left 4 and 20 soon after and got a job with uh, Greg Urell, who'd only just finished the show jumping scene. Yep. And uh, I thought I'd, I'd better learn the basics first and, and that was, uh, you know, patting the horse. <laughs> It'd be a good, a good guy to learn from, like Greg Urell. Yeah, he was, he was, he was very hard, but, um, uh, you know, just a you know, a true horseman and, uh, you know, a brilliant rider and uh, um, he taught me to ride and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm nowhere near as good as what uh, what he was. Um, Do you but, still ride uh, or? No, I don't, I don't anymore. Um, I, I, I'm pretty much on the ground all the time now, but uh, I rode for a yeah, good 20 years and uh, had my own breaking in and pre-training business. All right. And so tell us about your team now. How many horses have you got? Uh, well, last last week I had about seventeen. I'm I'm up to uh, about twenty five now. It's uh, it's increased a little bit. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Amazing what a few wins does. Yeah, I generally speaking, I I have around twenty five thirty in work, um, and sort of cap it off there. Uh, as it's sort of well known in the, in the industry, it's hard to get staff. So, um, uh, I, I 
I don't want to, I can't get too big. I don't want to get too big because you lose that uh, individual uh, um, touch with every horse. So, uh, um, you know, between 25 and 30, that's a good number. All right. And um, you've had some good horses in your time. You've had uh, like just Hyperludon, O'Malley, Lindhout, um, who you lost last year, um, but nothing like Pinstriped? No, no. Miss Albania was another one and, yep. and, and sharing and... Uh, no, this this fella, he, he's just different to those horses. They um, they they were very good or exceptional in, in my stable. Um, Highfluton was extremely highly strung. She she didn't help herself. Sharing was the same. Lindau was the same. Um, O'Malley was good, but uh, this guy, he's just got that swagger. Uh, he goes out to work and he he walks like Usain Bolt. You know, he he he. Uh, he takes it all in. Um, he's not, a, you know, he's not hot. He doesn't get excited by the occasion. Um, he's he's just different, just very different. And uh, he's the true athlete that's uh, only going to develop some more. Um, he hasn't filled out totally yet, so uh, I, I think he's only going to get better. Have you noticed he's um, he's developed since that Maui win? He oh, ex- ex- he has, yeah. Um, I deliberately spelled him after that, and uh, yeah, I, I suppose a lot of trainers could have got excited and and taken him to town straight away. And that I, I just was sort of looking at the future. And, and as soon as he went past the post, for whatever reason, and, I, and I'm not like this, um, guineas popped in my head. You know, this horse is a miler, uh, so I put him out straight away without any hesitation, and. Um, he spelled at Shearer Sullivan's place, and uh, when I went and picked him up, he, he just looked fantastic. Uh, so um, it was an uninterrupted prep, and uh, he, he's you know progressed from there. But he's still got to fill out, you know. He, he's just a like a uh, you know a young centre forward, I suppose, in footy terms. Yep, he's quite quite big, isn't he? He's pretty uh, pretty strong. He he is. He's athletic, and they're they're the types I look for now at the sales. Um, Albeit he was a weanling, um, and I had the services of uh, Gary Mudgeway finding him. And uh, once I saw him, um, uh, he was the one I, I wanted out of all the horses I'd seen. And uh, I had credit for fifty thousand, Brad, and um, and walked away. <laughs> uh, That's a good investment. Yeah, paying eighty. Um, yeah, did, did you? How hard was it to go over that fifty thousand dollar limit? Uh, it wasn't hard. It was frustrating though because there was this other one other person on it, and um, when two are on it and they want them bad, they yep. uh, we, we don't stop. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, eighty was going to be the last one for me. Wow. Yep. Uh, so uh, I got uh, I got lucky. You got lucky, and the underbidder didn't get lucky. No, no, not on this occasion. Um, over the years, you learn to walk away. Um, I'm glad on this occasion I didn't. What um what attracted you to him at that time? Just he, he's present and he just had that uh, uh, just that gleam in his eye that he was different. Um, obviously, his confirmation as a weanling was uh, was good. Not that uh, I know too much about weanlings, and that's where you know the services of Gary Mudgeway helped me there um, because you've got to foresee their growth, and uh, um, I never thought he'd grow this big and be this athletic uh, because the mayor's not big, his mum, Schnitzel Blitz, 
that she throws a big type. But it's more his eye and his demeanour. Um, you know, you can go to the sales and uh, um, you can see their demeanour. You know, they could be tired and that's why they're quiet. Yep. Or uh, So you're a little bit unsure there, but uh, Shearer was of the opinion that uh, he was always like that. You must be pretty chuffed to um, have that Maui win, target the guineas and actually get him to the race. Absolutely. Um, it, it, it's a bit of a dream, um, you know, something I've dreamt of all my life to uh, to do something. And, um, you know, when I played volleyball, I, I represented Victoria. I wasn't the best player. I, I uh, was probably a smart player. And, um, you know, there were plenty of guys a lot better than me but didn't have the application. Um, so... Uh, that was as far as I could go, but I thought if I could get that far with my ability, um, you can do it, you know. Um, just try and transfer that, you know, into this industry and uh, uh, just try and make some right decisions. But um, with me, it seems to take a long time. <laughs> you must be pretty um, pretty excited to take on, as a patriotic Victorian, to take on um, a horse like Profondo from New South Wales. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, um, just like AFL and that, you know, the old days, the Vicks play in New South Wales and all, all that. Um, representing Victoria, you uh, you tend to dislike the opposition. Um, you think they're cocky. Uh, you know, I'm from New South Wales, I'm from Queensland, you know, I'm better than you. So uh, um, with respect to them these days, uh, um, I've still got that mentality though. And uh, I, uh, as the old Teddy Whitten used to say, let's uh, let's stick it up them. <laughs> um, and that, they might be a bit cocky coming into this race uh, first up with Profondo as well. I know it's not yeah. his target race, but... Yeah, um, just another analogy. It, it'll be a bit like uh, Rocky and uh, <laughs> Ivan Drago yeah. with the Kieran Mars data and, uh, um, and, and Profondo being a $1.9 million horse. Um, yep. The battler. I hope none of I hope none of their connections see this podcast. Yeah, hopefully not. Oh, it's not that not that big, so maybe not. <laughs> um, he, he won on debut on a heavy track, um, beat it well, one by five and a half. When, what's his preferred track conditions, and what do you think it'd be like tomorrow? I know it's a good four at the moment, but there's a bit of rain possibly forecast. Yeah, well, they they forecast uh, sort of up to thirty mil, but I, I just it just depends on. Uh, whether that cloud's located over over Flemington, as you know, down here in Victoria. So he, he's adapt to um, all sorts of conditions. Um, uh, that's the data you've got, really. He's one on a heavy, he's one on a soft six, and uh, he's one on a good track. So, um, you know, perhaps uh, on a rain-affected track, that, that may not suit some um, and suit others, but... Uh, uh, I think Profondo's one on a, on a good track. You know, interestingly enough, both uh, Profondo and uh, Hitotsu um, won their maidens over 1,400. We've, we've won over 12. So I, I, I suppose I'm trying to talk myself into that, you know, we're going to be the better sprinter miler where they're, they're going to target more, you know, AJC Derby, Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Yeah, yeah. You must be pretty excited about his two wins this prep. Um Mooney Valley, I'm guessing, wouldn't be his preferred track first up. No, and and um, 1,200 too. Yeah, this this prep in his jump outs, he indicated to me that uh, he wasn't as sharp as he was 
um, in his previous prep. So, um, you know, it suggested to me that he was working more like a 1400 to a mile horse and, uh, um, you know, to circumnavigate the field that day um, and they weren't really winning from out wide was uh, was a great effort. And, uh, you know, Finance Tycoon was a very good run that day first up and he, he's frank before mm, yep. uh, winning at Caulfield. Yep. And last start at Flemington, you must have been pretty happy with how he really chased the line to get Pusharo. Yeah, uh, sensational. Um, I I watched the race from uh, from about 200 metres from the uh, from the owners. I needed a, I needed a breather from them. And uh, <laughs> you ready? Uh, when, yeah, when when they uh, when the when they went past me, um, you know, there was there was certainly daylight between the leader and uh, and us. So uh, for him to chase that horse home um, and, and the second horse was an enormous run you know um, but for us to do that uh, and still be strong on the line was uh, you know a, a credit to him and and um, you know Mick, Mick D got off and, and he said you know what I think they're still improving in this horse yep so, what, have you done anyway. with, what have you done with him since that win uh, just you know he's, he's pretty fit um, just you know keep him in one piece and um uh, you know, he, he does a lot of dressage here with one of my riders and, uh, you know, rather than go in a circle all the time. So, um, uh, you know, it's sort of go back to my volleyball days. It's not all about, you know, playing games and that. It, it's it's building up certain areas and yep. uh, that you've got deficiencies in. So it's just a matter of doing that sort of stuff. One percent is spread. Yep. And that's what you need to win group ones and a bit of luck as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, gate 11, where will you sit with him? Yeah, uh, Mick, Mick uh, approached me and he, he said, oh, gate 11, what do you want me to do? I said, mate, that's out of my control. I've done my job. <laughs> He's uh, on five group ones. He won the race last year. He did. He did. And I, I, and I said to him, you won the race last year. Yeah. He said, yeah, <laughs> but there was no pressure because it was a 100 to 1 shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bit different. Between, I think it's 300 to 1, wasn't it? Oh, well, Almost, yeah. Effect, yeah. Yeah. But... Um, uh, I, I don't think it's too bad a barrier because he's a big athletic horse. He's a horse yep. that can sustain a long run as long as... I, I, I think there's going to be genuine speed being a big field and, uh, you know, they'll want to take up their positions early in that. Um, I, I can see sort of three wide, you know. I'm hoping we're a touch better than midfield. Um, there's speed outside us, there's speed in, inside us. So it, it's, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tricky, but... It, it is what it is. Just need a good ride from Mick. If you find some cover, I think he'll be pretty strong late. Yeah, regardless of where he is, if he can get cover and, um, um, you know, you can get a lot of bad luck in, in races and that um, hopefully it doesn't eventuate and, uh, you know, we, we can have every opportunity. And it must be useful having uh, Mick on the horse for uh, the first three runs. Um, got a good association there. Yeah, I've... I've uh, Mick's been riding me for quite a while now, and um, he he knows how I want the horses ridden and that, and he, he gives you a good report when they come back. Uh, albeit he keep, he doesn't say a lot, but uh, when he says something, you listen. Uh, I'm sure he's quietly confident though. Uh, he's conf he's confident in the horse's ability, and uh, yeah, and um, I, I think um, as I said, because we're a genuine chance, he's, he is feeling the pressure a bit, and so he should. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure, Mick. No, no pressure. Um, and you're also part of the ownership group, so some pretty big celebrations if you can get the victory. 
Well, I it will, well they've they've been celebrating. There's, the owners are from all different walks of life. The, you know, there's a couple of QCs in it, and there's uh, guys from Wangaratta, and um, they come down and uh, they rent a room at the Quest Apartments, and I'm surprised they're still allowed in there. <laughs> um, they uh, they they tend to party, but uh, my uh, my celebration last week, I, I was stuffed. You know, it's just a big relief. Yeah. That uh, he he got me my first group three, and I I went home and. Um, I had eggs on toast and a glass of milk, would you believe? <laughs> Living the high life. <laughs> Don't get much better than that. Yeah, can't, can't complain with that. Um, and you've had some offers from Hong Kong for the horse as well? Yeah, I had uh, numerous phone calls and um, I, I never asked for an offer, but uh, they've, they've put them down. And uh, um, I'll tell you what, if you ever go to war, there's a couple of operators there. They, geez, they can talk. <laughs> They, they can sell ice to the Eskimos. They're they're, they're brilliant. And what's, uh, what's the biggest offer? Can you can you tell us? Or I don't I don't really want to say. Yeah. But um, uh, I don't know what your house is worth. But uh, you could upgrade significantly. Yep. Um, you could live in Turak and uh, okay. with with yeah. with, some, with some change. All right, we, we can we can guess on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us about the, the earmuffs pre-race. I heard that it's um. A pretty big deal from it it sort of sharpens him up yeah um because he's still new to the game you know this is only his second second prep and uh he's only experienced uh you know one country race you know quite a laid-back atmosphere no houses around the course and all that traffic um we put the earmuffs on him going to the races and um in the truck and um uh and then when he gets there he it's a little bit daunting for him, um, the surrounds and that. And uh, he did play around a little bit in the pre-parade ring and and um, put a dent in the in a, one of those plastic running rails prior to the race, which wasn't uh, ideal. But anyway, when when time came to saddle him up and we had to put the bridle on, the earmuffs had to come off, and they did. And uh, the eyes lit up. He he uh, he was uh, he had his game face on and um, he he started to get on his toes. But uh, once we got in the mounting yard, um, well, we were able to then put the earmuffs back on. But um, when we were in the mounting yard, he he, he relaxed quite good. But uh, once you take them off, he's got white line fever. Yep, that's what you want from a racehorse. Yeah. Are you confident who handled the the atmosphere tomorrow? I'm not. I'm not sure. You know, there there were a few tricks there. Um, you know, last week. So, uh, um, I'll I'll be there, and uh, I'll, yeah, it'll be all hands on on deck, trying to uh, keep him as uh, relaxed as you can. You know, you got to be there three hours before, so uh, it's uh, it's not easy. Yep. All right, mate. Well, uh, best of luck with him. Um... Very exciting time for the stable. Um, you've got one other horse, which I know is, is nominated for next week, uh, Holt. Just want to touch on yeah. him. He's pretty smart as well. He, he's got ability. He's, he's um, you know, chalk and cheese compared to uh, um, Pinstripe regarding uh, um, his mental state of mind. Uh, he, he's probably the hardest horse I've ever had to train. Um, on the training track here, he just uh, he just takes off. He, he just can't handle the occasion. Um, at the races, he's pretty good, albeit he got scratched at the barriers last start. But uh, 
he's been in work five to five months now without a run and um, he's doing all his work now uh, in the Sandhills. But uh, he, he's he got the talent. Um, but I've just got to get those uh, ball bearings aligned um, in that scone of his, yeah. Yeah, just keep you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. All right, mate. Well, fantastic to chat. Any other horses in the stable we should look out for or uh, pinstriped and halt the main two to, to watch? Uh, they, uh, they're, they're probably the main two at, at this stage. It's a little bit quiet. I, you know, I've, as you know, I've lost quite a few horses of late, so uh, I just tend need to uh, rebuild, but always seem to find one anyway. Yeah, you definitely got a good one in pinstriped anyway. Good on you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Enver. Good luck tomorrow, mate, and good luck for the rest of the, the season. Good on you, Brad. Thanks, Emma. Cheers, mate. At Winning Edge Investments, our team of highly skilled expert analysts and full-time professional punters review the data, crunch the figures, assess the best betting opportunities, and deliver them to your phone via our app and your email inbox in real time so you profit. Go to www.winningedgeinvestments.com. Look at our membership options. Make your choice and enter the promo code PODCAST to receive a special 25% discount on your first membership just for listening. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T in capital letters for a 25% ongoing discount on your first membership. Treat your betting like a business and invest intelligently with Winning Edge Investments.